You're listening to the County Live podcast with me over here, Martin Johnston, and you over there, Chris Ridgway. to remind people at this stage well we don't have to but we're very generously sponsored by the spinning top this year we think it is the best pub in stockport for stockport county fans yeah it's on the uh, a6 so it's very handy for the ground it's very handy for town and a fantastic range of craft beers and ales and always loads of uh, great events yeah they've got a great atmosphere in there as well and as I am a musician, I've played there a fair few times myself. Is it pompous to call yourself a musician? <laughs> I don't little... think so. <laughs> I'm in a band. I'll I tell you what, if, you, if you're if you on Twitter and you know you like you do your bio and you put father, guitarist, <laughs> you know, painter, <laughs> county fan, then that's pompous. You know what I mean? Renaissance man. You know, yeah, but... no, I'm just going to quickly go and edit I think you my... Just say, if you say musician, I think that's I'm going right. to go and edit my bio real quick. No, but the spinning top is great for uh, events like that. And like you say, you know, it's it's within throwing distance of Stockport. It's easy to get into Manchester before or afterwards. Uh, so we recommend the spinning top. We do. And uh, as I've said, they, they host great events. We've done a few there ourselves. And watch this space for more coming up uh, this season. So you've... Uh, you're, you're, rinsed wet through but you've got a good casual look going on there i have to say it's the it's the only coat that i've got that isn't uh that's not cotton because it's the storm what's the storm called this week it's got a different name storm, every alley. Week. storm alley this yeah. week uh was giving me uh, a right good going over as i believe the lads have had at training tonight as well um i was no way there was no way i was going to go and stand at training tonight with that weather going on so uh, I stood outside for two minutes, wore the closest to a plastic coat I've got, and here I am looking different, and, looking and 90s. I was messing around on my iPad and left you standing on my doorstep. <laughs> I could see you looking through the back of the curtain, yeah, <laughs> making sure I was nice yeah, I'm pretending, and wet. <laughs> pretending now that yeah, it wasn't deliberate. But yeah, so apologies for that. But um, So a tough training session in those conditions? Tough training session tonight. Jim's going to speak about that in a few moments. We're also going to hear the news of the new signing, the new boy. Should I say new boy? Should I say returning boy? Elliot Osborne back on the books. Very exciting deal uh, for county fans to look forward to there. So we'll go over that. And, of course, uh, what seems to be the recurring theme of the season so far is uh, the injury list and how that's looking. So here is Chris talking to county manager Jim Gannon. Jim, it's Thursday evening this week, sitting in the home dressing room here at Edgeley Park, and there's going to be a new face in here come Saturday. Yeah, um, we're delighted to... You know, if all goes well tomorrow and paperwork-wise, um, that we'll have Elliot Osborne not just uh, signing but also available for the FA Cup. It's a big sign of the club. The fans will know him really well. What plans do you have for Elliot in the squad? Where do you see him fitting in? Um, I, I, well, when, when Elliot played here, he could play any of the uh, positions in midfield. Um, I know he can play at the base, but I think he, he likes to, to be able to express himself going forward. So any of the uh, attacking midfield roles from midfield... Um, I know that he's played in a three, he's played in the four-man midfield and he's also played off-wide areas for Southport and got goals for them. So um, he's a type of profile of player we want, you know, young, hungry, uh, wanting to be a full-time professional um, and I think it's a really good sign and not just in the short term but also hopefully over the long term. Was part of your thinking in bringing Elliot in the fact that Paul Turnbull is still struggling with an injury? Yeah, um, we've had obviously mixed reviews about Paul's injury but... Um, you know, we were quite confident that he would be back within three or four weeks, but it's quite clear now that um, 
that he's not back on the training ground jogging yet, so there's still a lot of swelling there. So there's something underlying that's not quite healing as well as before. That's one one aspect. Um, but we also we've had little incidents in you know with Conor DeMeo potentially going into national duty. Sam Walker walked off in training the other day with a, a feeling something. Uh, his wife's also expecting their second child. Jordan King come off late off in a game. So every week we seem to have this little headache. What if? We lost this midfielder, where would we be stood? Um, so it's great to have him. Uh, it also gives us a couple of different tactical options, uh, strengths the midfield and allows uh, someone like perhaps Jordan King to play at centre-half. So uh, going forward, when Paul returns, uh, we'll have a, a lot of strength and options down the centre of the team, which is going to be really important as we move forward. Now let's go then to where we usually start the show, the top of the show. We look back at the, the previous game. Telford was a tough challenge but it was one where Counter came away with a respectable point Yeah I mean tell you could see why Telford are up there about um, they kept the shape really solid they've got a little bit of creation in midfield and they've got two hard working front players um, and what we did really well on the day at Telford was that we um, we, we, we denied their creativity in their penetration um, and we defended quite well uh, obviously as they took more and more chances as the game went on we were always going to concede opportunities but um by lines, there was a lot of positives to come out of the game. Really disappointed with the nature of the goal, but um, but um, again, it was another game where we had enough good play, enough good penetration, enough good opportunities that we should have really come away with three points. And and that's something that we're really going to need to correct because we've had a, quite a few games now here at Esky Park, Alfreton, Boston stand now. We've had the chances and not scored. And um, and at Bradford and Telford, we've had the opportunities to to put the game beyond the opposition and. Um, so if we if those bits click, then I'm sure that we'll see the results uh, turn for, for to wins. After that Boston game, I asked you what the players were like in training. Were they were they demoralised after a defeat? Now it was a different result after Telford. It was a draw that felt like a defeat. So I'll ask again, what what was the mentality of the players like in training after that game? Um, I think probably um, in some regards we felt a little bit more disappointed because we'd put in a really good performance. Sometimes you come away from a game when you've been beaten and. Um, disappointed with your performance and you, as the game went, goes on you kind of feel the deflation creep on you whereas in this game it sort of hits you in the last couple of minutes of the game but uh, but I don't know the lads like myself the lads are very even keeled you know they don't get too carried away when they win they weren't over the moon and, and high five and then jumping around in the change when we beat FC United so and they, were, they certainly weren't dragging their chins on the floor after these games Um but they, they obviously know that, that we've got work to do, that the, the work that we did last week paid off and we looked a far better team and we looked more equipped to win games. And, and I said to them, if you keep working as hard this week, then obviously you're going to be keep moving in the right direction and, um, and the results will come as the, the efficiency of the performance improves. Before we talk about this weekend's opponents, let's talk about the fact that it is the FA Cup, it's a break from the league. With the results going the way they've been, is it a welcome break for you or do you prefer to keep going on the league or is it just another game? It, it is what it is. I mean, we know at the start of the season um, you're going to have an intense period of Saturday, Tuesdays and then the game's settled down a little bit and you get a little bit of chance to coach and, and, and improve your fitness. Um, but the FA Cup comes along. It, it, you know, it takes over two of the weekends early in, in these months. Same way the FA Trophy will have two weekends set aside for that. So it's part of the schedule. Um like I said, it's a, it's a fairly tough game. Um, you know, we're t picking up um, an away game itself at such distance is a difficult one. They're on somebody else's turf who's um, investing very heavily in being successful in the levels below us. And uh, 
they're moving quite well. You know, they're the next Darling and spending more type team to come up and to invest. And they've, they've got a lot of their ex-players. They've put a lot of money into that team. Um, it'd be a tough game, very, very tough game. If you were going to pick a team below you that you wanted to avoid, it would probably be one of the top teams of the division below, away from home, over such a distance. But, um, like I said, with no fears based upon going to Telford, who've won every game so far and, and putting in a good performance and getting a good result. Uh, so there's no fears going to, to South Shields. Speaking of the players then going into the South Shields game, is it easy or is it tricky to try and keep the players' minds in the right place? When when you go in, everyone's heard the cliche of banana skin because you're playing a team that's in the division below. On paper, County should be beating them because they're division above. You've just highlighted why it's not always as straightforward as that. But is it easy to keep the players' mindset eye on the prize, if you like? No, I think all we do is, is again, we don't we don't talk about the level of opposition or, or where they are in the league. We just understand there are another 11 players that play a certain shape and they've got certain strengths that we have to be aware of. I mean, our lads are aware of Foley and Gillies and several other players that they have that we'd have, we'd have come across. Uh, we know what style of football they play. We've talked to a lot of people, managers and players that played against them and what their strengths and weaknesses are. And then we just analyse them and then we go about preparing our training session make sure that we do what we're good at and make sure that we stop them doing what they're good at and um, so we just treat it like another game I don't think there's any nervousness that this is um, a game that if we lost we'd be embarrassed it's a tough game and make no mistake about that we know we're going to a team that's um, that will fancy the chances on home soil against anybody um, and so we, we know we've got um, a work cut out on Saturday we have to be extremely professional make sure we come away with the result that puts us in the hat for the next round so let's talk about the county squad then going into the game. Is Elliot available? Are there any other injuries that we should know about? Well, we've had, we've had a, a difficult couple of weeks with Chris Smalley. I mean, he sort of, and we've had incidents in the past where Dan, Cowan, Dan Cowan's limped off with a really bad dead leg and been back within a few days. Where unfortunately, with Chris, it seems to be lingering for weeks, uh, which is a disappointment. Um, if he had joined the 17 players, uh, that would have made our 18 man panel for the. FA Cup, obviously people are aware there's seven subs. Uh, if, if Chris is not available, then obviously Elliot joins the 18. Um, and, and it gives us um, a couple of options. We've obviously got full-back, centre-half, attacking midfields and centre-forward options off the bench last week. So depending on what 11 we go with, we know that we've got five or six very good players on the bench that are keep, capable of starting the game and certainly capable of finishing the game for us. So, um, like I said, we've got a very strong 18 going up there. So I'm looking forward to to the game because I think we're, you know, based upon last week's results um, and the way we've trained this week, I think we're we're moving in the right direction. Was training a positive one then ahead of it? It certainly sounds like you're talking about the lads being up for the cup, so to speak, but is it in general just a positive atmosphere around the camp? Yeah, it's, uh, well, I'm really pleased. We're back to the Monday mornings and um, Monday morning was fantastic. We, um, we're, we're back at Aquinas now. We've got um, so a nice sippy surface to do uh, practice on. And then the lads are able to come back here and use the facilities here in the gym. So um, those younger developing players are certainly getting into the full-time swing. Um, and obviously we've been joined by the other lads on Tuesday night and had a really good high-tempo session. A little bit difficult tonight because um, obviously with all the rain and that, it made it a little bit of a difficult environment to do coaching and to do the stand-around set-play stuff. But the lads trained really well. Um, so we've, we've done everything we can this week to prepare them as well as we can for Saturday. And... Um, uh, you know, we're going to do things right on Saturday. It's a difficult trip. We're going to uh, have, stop and have a pre-match meal and make sure everybody's in the, the right right frame of mind mentally and physically for, for the big game Saturday. 
Tough task, Jim. All the best. Thank you very much. So, Chris, uh, you've got three words to sum up Jim's mood there. Positive, realistic, and ambitious. It's his, his mood. His mood. His mood is the same as it ever was, really. I mean, <clears throat> I remember. You know, there was, there was no getting away from it. The, the game against Boston at home was was poor. You know, there was there was no positives really with the result, even though. You know, there were a few positives on the pitch that were maybe papered over. When we released this podcast last week, there was people on the message boards and on social media on Facebook and Twitter saying, ah, Ridgeway's too positive. You know, you're trying to find um, you're trying to find positives wherever they are. But what you've got to remember is these guys play football or they have worked in football for a long, long time. Uh, and they've learned to take the rough with the smooth, something that is difficult to do as a fan um, because you, you're obviously paying your hard earned to get in there and, you know, you want what's best for your team but the players and the, and the manager yes they hurt when they lose but ultimately they're a skilled set of professionals so they don't you know they can't afford to take it too hard because they've got to focus on the next game and that's what we've seen tonight you know Jim got a fairly positive result at the weekend you know we were two minutes away from victory against a team second in the league and they um, don't get beat there very often they don't get beat there very often um, so the fact that we're coming away from there disappointed to have only got a draw kind of justifies why we were so positive last week because you've got to have faith in, in the boys um, you know they've, they've come really close to delivering in Telford and now I think I mean I put the question to Jim is it a welcome break from the league you know and he just kind of said well it's a schedule it is what it is we, we just play the games as they come and as we know they're going to come well I think secretly he's probably thinking it is good. It is good that it's another game away from home. It is good uh, that it's another game that if you lose it, well, in March or April, no one's going to remind you that you lost it because you're three points off the playoffs or top spot or whatever. So I think he will be quite happy there. Uh, and the fact that uh, he's got a new player to bring in in a game where he should be able to stamp a bit of authority into it and look good against a, a good team, but a team that we can beat... It's actually quite a positive fixture, this one. Yeah, and I think, as you say, a welcome break, you'll probably, on that trip, you'll probably pass four or five welcome break uh, <laughs> <laughs> service stations. But yeah, but I, I, you know, that's one of the things I like about Jim. It's that, you know, Stephen Gerrard was the same, that, you know, that, you know, not to intellectualise it too much, but Rudyard Kipling poem, poem, if, you know, success and failure, treat those two imposters the same way. You know, don't get too wrapped up and too, as you used, you, let's go back to Pompers. Don't get too wrapped up when you get success, but don't let failure get to you too much either. Yeah. No, uh, it's right. I mean, <clears throat> you look at it. You mentioned Stephen Gerrard there. You, I, I was listening to, for my sins, I was listening to an interview with Jose Mourinho the other day, and he came out and bluntly said it. You know, um, I'm glad of the fact that we've got three games away from home when we're in a bit of a sticky spot because it allows us to go away, get a little bit of a winning run, and when we come back, by the time we're back at our place, um, you know, there's a bit of a positive feel again. Um, now, I'm not saying county, I'm not saying Edgley Park was a negative place, but, you know, it, it was a, a sticky patch, if you like. You know, results against teams like Alfredton and Geisley and Boston, when they don't go your way and you're not getting the points on the road, then 
all of a sudden that you are getting lent on a little bit and nobody will have lent on the manager or the players harder than them, than themselves and that they you know than they would so i think it's People will say again, you can predict it now, Martin. People are going to predict it. Uh, pe- people are going to message us and say, "No, oh, why? You just, you're clearly just working for the club because you're so ambitious and you're so." Well, no, They'll, they've dusted themselves down. We've got a good draw. If we can get a win against a very, very good South Shield side, don't underestimate those. That you know they are romping things in their division at the moment. They've got a lot of players on the books who have played at this level just last season from Darlington. So um, good, they're a good team. Um, there's there's going to be a lot to, but if we can get a win and we've got the draw against Telford and we've got Elliot Osborne on the books then come Monday positive vibes go around I think and you know what will happen don't you because the, the last thing you need um, at this period in the season when we've played so many games already it will be a replay but yeah. you know, the, the, to be fair the chances are quite high you know they're romping their division well, so if, you know if, and county uh, and the division above so you would expect Quite, that's a matchup, really. Well, one thing Jim Gannon said to me just as I was leaving tonight, uh, off air, because obviously we, as you know, because we we always end up doing this really late on a Thursday evening. Um, I finished the the ten or fifteen minute interview with him, and then we sit chatting for forty five minutes about other football things. And um, you can't shut him up. You, can, <laughs> you, you cannot. Shut up I'm that sure man he up about football. I'm sure he goes home and tells his wife he can't <laughs> shut me up. But uh, <laughs> uh, the, the, one of the last things he said to me was Saturday will be a real footballing game. It's not going to be your typical non-league, you know, um, brick out houses kicking lumps out of each other's. It's going to be a game where two teams get the ball down. They know the shape. They stick. They stick to the structure. They're going to play real football, and I think he's right. I think that that will be the kind of game. But if you, you mention, is it going to be a draw? Is it going to be another game? Another one to add to the schedule? Well, if my maths are correct and county fans, county people like myself, are not going to enjoy hearing this. If my maths are correct and if County get through uh, South Shields, two very big ifs there. South Shields, very good team. My maths, not very good. But if County do get through, then it looks like it could be a Blythe Spartans on a Tuesday night and or a Spennymore on a Tuesday night to accommodate those games. And if it's the and option, that's Blythe and Spennymore on Tuesday nights. I hope not. uh, And away... Yeah, so if yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. If they're away. There away, that's three trips to the northeast. You know, that's uh, that's that's tough by by anyone's standards. Um, but before we yeah, we'll finish up on and talk about some. Um, but sorry, we just had a, a little blip in the recording there, but it's fine. Um, before yeah, let's just finish off talking about. Yeah, let's let's finish off talking about Telford uh, on Saturday. What? Despite the fact that you would have come away a bit glum from that, because you know, with five minutes to go, leading at a very tough place to lead at, uh, a good performance. What pleased you about the performance? <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, we, we touched on it a little earlier. The positivity is 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 what you want to take from that. The fact that um, a lot of people, the fans, the players, the manager, getting really frustrated against teams like Boston. You know, you come away and you think it's all going to be doom and gloom. Well you show just what can change in football in a week and the fact that you've gone and put in a really positive performance. And like the gaffer touched on there, you know, if we can start just tweaking things up front to make some more of these chances go in, um, you know, and, and make it count, then actually we're winning quite comfortably. Um, so for me, the positive uh, thing to take is the fact that there was positivity in the first place. And who, who was your uh, man of the match there? I knew you were going to ask your, me. Who was the man? That's what we call the man. It now, yeah, we call it the, the man. man. The man. Um, I, well, there was a few to pick from because there, there were people all over who wanted to do it. I think 
Um, if I'm going to be put on the spot. You are, that's what we do every week. So I'm going to have to hurry you. Who was the man? I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the goal scorer with Conor De Mayo because reducing now, you know, he's doing what we want. Uh, I think he is a work in progress still, but he's now, if if my math is correct, the joint top scorer for the season, which, all right, it's early days and it's three goals, but it's the fact that he's there and he's in that, even if he's not the top scorer, like I say, it's quick maths off the top of my head, but if he's not, then he's around that. And the fact that he's delivering that, he's not had loads of game time, but he's up there and he's showing his worth to the team. Okay, it's not a blistering live long in the memory performance, but it's a, it's a good, solid performance that shows he's learning, he's coming on. So for me, I give it Connor again. Yeah, and considering you know where he's come from, and as we've said a few times, he's on a trajectory, that lad. You can quite clearly tell he's, he's, he's going place. So you know, for this period of his, of his career, it's great for both sides. Great for him to be at a great club like County and, and, and great for County to have him. For me, I, I, I want to I see him... I, of course, I want to see him develop and grow as a footballer and achieve all he can do. But I want him to do that with County. You know, I want these young players not just to see the club as, well, if I do well for a season or two here, then I can get up into the league again or I can get here, there or anywhere. If you're that good, prove it on the pitch and get the team promoted. You know, we've got enough players there who are stalwarts, who are good enough, who've won promotions previous. If you're your flair players, let's let's see you drag us up the table now and let's get that promotion. It's tough, isn't it, though? You know, you... You would think, you know, with promotion, you would have kept Danny Lloyd, you would have kept Jason Oswell. It's tough when, you, when you know that. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, Jason and Danny, there was different circumstances, wasn't there? And with Danny in particular, it was the the chance to go. Well, for both players, it was the chance to go and play in the football league, um, which one promotion maybe wouldn't have secured them in the short term. But it's an yeah, interesting point, and it's one you chance. could. Yeah, you you could always dwell on it. For me, though, in the here and now. I want these players not just to see it as the stepping stone, if you like, but let's use it, let, get a promotion on your CV, because this club is well worthy of it. So, uh, welcome break for the uh, Cup match on Saturday. Um, do you see much in the way of changes? Do you see a different setup? What do you think? It's an interesting question. Do you go with um, continuity to try and build some, some strength in your team? Do you try and give some fringe players a go? Is, you know, is it Ian Ormson? territory that we're going to see him uh, I'm not sure, for me I think the gaffer will play his strongest 11 because I think he'll want to make a little bit of a run, uh, everyone knows what a cup run does for you, it, you know, it gives you a bit of momentum, it puts some money in the coffers, uh, it gives the fans a bit of a lift, give you, you know, especially if you can if you can hammer out these early hard games, if you can, if you can get to that dreamland of you know, even just, not even a, a Liverpool or, or an Arsenal at home but even just someone like a recognised league club that gives the fans that oh do you remember what it was like playing these clubs I think that's got to be in the gaffer's mind and you know he wants to bring that back to Edgeley Park so I think he'll play a strong team um, and for that reason I'm going to jump ahead in the slot you're going to ask me who's my one to watch and I'm going to say it's going to be Frank Mulhern for me should he play Frank has looked sharper he looks like he's he looks like he's getting back Something that the gaffer has seen in him and brought him in, you know, it actually surprised me. Frank is actually younger than Niall Bell. Mm. Now, you know, when we speak about Niall Bell, they're both young kids. There's only a month in it, but Frank's got something to offer, and I think he has been just just working on his knees, little problems here and there. We've seen the bandages, etc. He's getting a bit sharper. If he can use this weekend as a bit of a 
confidence push and get another goal and get him back up proving he's the main man he's the number nine let's see a tug of war a tussle for that number nine shirt I think Frank could have himself a bit of a game on his hands this weekend yeah one of the, I think one of the things with that is it sounds like an old name doesn't it Frank Mulhern sounds yeah. like, you know well it's a name so well known to county fans as well but, yeah. That's yeah. The, yeah that's probably the reason why you don't realise he's younger than Niall and finally the new signing or the signing um, pleased about that very pleased, very, very pleased. We've spoken about it a few times now in, in, in recent months. Uh, you know, a former fan's favourite coming back, be it Reese Turner, be it Jake Kirby. This time it's Elliot Osborne. And I think he's just what County need at this moment in time. Jake Kirby uh, and Reese Turner are your flair, your attacking guile, if you like. Uh, and for one reason or another, it, it's not really happened yet for Jake. It didn't really happen for Reese. But Elliot's your more stable, strong in the middle of the park. You know, he's he's good at the base or at the at the back in that four-two where you know Jim kind of plays the the two-three-one, and you, you get the impression that Elliot could play either of those holding roles. But he could also play any of the attacking roles if needed as well. And when you look at the injury problems with Paul Turnbull, you know, it keeps, every time it looks like it's getting better, it actually turns out there's some more swelling there or there's something else going on. Uh, so you look at Sam Walker, who he's he's struggled in training, and as Jim mentioned, you know, he's got a, a child on the way, so he's he's going to be up, up, up against it, if you like. Um, with um, Jordan Keane dropping back into defence more often than not, there is holes opening up in that midfield. So, the the chance that the fact that we've been able to bring in such a strong head an experienced head who the county fans know and they enjoy seeing they they I'm not going to say they love him but they're a big fan of him for me it's a terrific signing it's a really strong signing and more than that it's a statement of intent that the board and the managers uh, and the manager they know things haven't been good enough so they're actively trying to improve it and that for me is the real positive yeah it's a really key thing but to have a player like that who can play in so many positions you know he can, he can play with turnbull and be a, be a foil for him but then as you say he can also kind of take his place when you know the inevitable you know games that paul's going to miss so yeah it's a, as you say absolute no brainer it wouldn't surprise me at any point if if paul is out for a little bit longer than planned if he is which i've not been told that but if if it happens um, it wouldn't surprise me at any point to see Elliot have the armband on at some point. He's he's that headstronger player. There's a reason Southport paid money for him. And the fact that we've been able to bring him in now on loan shows that we're a powerhouse in the division, uh, which we already knew, but also the fact that you know the, the club are trying to improve it. They're, they're not just wading forward with their eyes closed, hands on, you know, hands over their ears, pretending it's not happening. They're trying to fix the poor starts of the season and to get ourselves back up the table. And County uh, take their first step to getting back up the table by getting some morale, getting a morale-boosting win away on the road in the Cup on Saturday. Uh, Chris, thanks very much. Look forward to hearing from you during the game on Saturday on Imagine 104.9 FM. There you go.